Coming up on the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 6 pregame show, last week North Andrew took a big step towards the top of the eight-man football world, but can they hold off Stanbury? We preview that game, and we talk to eight-man aficionado Anthony Crane about all things eight-man football on this week's Cliff Notes Podcast Week 6 pregame show. Welcome, everybody, to the eight-man segment of the Week 6 pregame show here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. I'm your host, Clifton Grooms. Let's not waste any time. Let's run down some scores from last week in eight-man football. In the city of St. Joseph, Archie was able to come into St. Joe and steamroll Bishop LeBlanc 62-6. North Andrew with a huge victory over then-number-two-ranked North Shelby, 44-20. Plat- Pattonsburg falls to Stanbury in a high-scoring game, 64-38 to was the final there. King City with a big win over Worth County, 50-44. to Mound City continues to hold serve of their number one ranking with a 16-14 win over Northwest Nottoway. East Atchison, man, what a way to come back. They get a 52-6 win over Rockport. South Holt Nottoway hold all over DeKalb, 49-0. Southwest Livingston over Stewartsville, 60-8. And Albany, 56, Platte Valley, 8. And the eight-man poll this week will run it down. At the number one spot, it continues to be the Mound City Panthers with a 5-0 record. Coming in at number two this week with their victory over North Shelby is the North Andrew Cardinals. They're also 5-0 on the year. Southwest Livingston is at three at 4-1. Stanbury with a 4-0 record. They're at number four. North Shelby is 4-1. They're at number five. Drexel is number six at 5-0. Archie is number seven. They're at 5-0 also. At number eight is South Holt, Nottoway Holt. The Spartans are 3-1. They're at number eight. Pattonsburg comes in at number nine with a 3-2 record. And East Atchison is 2-1 on the season. They're at number 10. Also receiving votes is St. Paul Lutheran, Orc, and Rockport. Now let's go to the GRC eight-man standings. It's Stanbury at 3-0, North Andrew at 2-0. Stanbury has one more conference win while North Andrew has one more overall win. Stanbury's 4-0 on the year. North Andrew's 5-0 on the year. More on, more on those two teams here in a minute. Worth County is 1-1 in the conference. Pattonsburg's 1-2. King City's 1-3. And, and Albany is at 0-2 in the GRC. Now here's the schedule as far as GRC conference games is concerned. The big game on the docket this week is Stanbury at North Andrew. Bulldogs are 4-0 in the year while the Carters are 5-0 in the year. Now in the 2010s, there was a few years there where both these teams pretty much switched state championships there for a four or five year period. So this is going to be a real good game. We had an opportunity to catch up with both coaches, starting with Coach Shane Hilton out of Stanbury. Here's our interview with him here in 30 seconds. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast, week six pregame show. We got the big Stanbury North Andrew game this week. We got Bulldog head coach Shane Hilton with us. How you doing, coach? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Oh, doing good, doing good. Another week of football. Absolutely. So, big high-scoring game last week. Um, took a while to end. Long, long high-scoring game. You guys were able to defeat a really game Pattonsburg team. 64-38 to was the final. Um, just go over the game and, like, what the positives were for the game and uh, what, what, what your kids did well and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah, like I said, it was a high-scoring game. Um, you know, polar opposites. We run the ball a ton. They throw the ball a ton. Um, in fact, I think they had uh, – oh, I think they threw the ball uh, 57 times were their attempts, you know, minus – or add in, you know, the uh, the plays that ended up in a run or a sack. Um, and we ran the ball 59 times. So, um, it kind of balanced out with 
that as far as, you know, the style of game. Um, we're in tight, you know, and they're, they're spread. Um, it was game got over about 10 o'clock, which is about the length of an NFL game. But um, anyway, we had a lot of great things, you know, uh, first half, you know, we, we, we scored uh, early and they, you know, they answered kind of went back and forth. Uh, we got one with 17 seconds to go in the half. Uh, you know, usually you think that's it. Well, they got another one before the half ended. So uh, we made some adjustments at halftime, you know, and our kids did uh, defensively and special teams wise did a heck of a job. Um, you know, making the adjustments, shut them down, you know, minus a couple scores late in the second half. And, uh, you know, the big thing that you go with Pattonsburg, they onside kick every time. Um, and, you know, we consider it a huge win where uh, we got one on them and they didn't get any on us. So that, that was big. That was a big deal to not let them get those extra possessions. Well, Coach, uh, you know, I mean, you know, the grind of eight-man football, you know, it, it seems like it never stops. Um, and we got another big game this week. Um, it's you guys traveling to North Andrew. Um, in the 2010s, um, you two pretty much switched state titles there for a, for a few years there. So it's very nice, you know, for, for you know, a fan like me, really, to see both teams, you know, undefeated again, you know, in their prime again. Um, talk about what to uh, – what on the scouting report of this year's North Andrew team and what can we expect from the game on Friday? Well, you know, I mean, it, it should be uh... – by all indications, the polar opposite of last week. We may be done by 8 o'clock. Um, they run the ball 95% of the time. They're a big, strong team. Um, they're pretty simple. You know, here it comes. We're going to run the ball right at you. A um, little bit of play action, maybe three, four, five times the game tops. Um, you know, and, and they're sound. They do what they do, and they do it well. And so, you know, you got a couple of teams that like to keep it tight and run the ball. And, you know, for an eight-man game, as far as time ways, uh, we may set some records for sure. Yeah. Uh, what did you think when you first heard, um, you know, they, they picked up that big win over number two, North Shelby, last week. What were your impressions when you first heard about them picking up that victory? You know, it, it's, uh, it didn't surprise me a ton. I mean, they, had, they definitely had the advantage of, of being at home. You know, North Shelby, uh, they, they've, they've done a very good job the last several years. Um, it's just, you know, if they're going to come play anybody over here, they're looking at a three-hour drive you know, and not to make excuses for them, but that, that's a disadvantage. And then, um, you know, North Shelby's, they're a very athletic, you know, quick team. Well, and you put a team like that in a box or in a phone booth, you know, however you want to look at it, you know, that, that's an advantage to North Andrew where they, they were undersized compared to them overall. Um, you know, you know, watching the film, it was, uh, it was a good game. It went back and forth. It was just North Andrew didn't make very many mistakes and, and North Shelby made more than they did. And, you know, you get two good quality teams like that going head to head. And that's usually what it comes down to penalties and turnovers. And that's pretty well what happened. Yeah. It's all, all it comes down to coach, you know, making the least mistakes, you know, and that's what's probably going to come down to in this game too. Who can make the least mistakes. So um, this is the eight man football game of the week. Stanbury North Andrew going to be a really good game. Um, I recommend if you could get to the game, get to it. Um, Coach Shane Hilton from Stanbury, thank you so much for coming on the show, and um, good luck to you and your kids on Friday. All right, thank you. We appreciate it. Now, a huge thank you to Coach Hilton out of Stanbury. Now, we also did have an opportunity to catch up with North Andrew coach Dwayne Williams. We talked about last week's big win against North Shelby, and we looked ahead on the Cardinals' side to the matchup against Stanbury. Here's our interview with Coach Williams right now. And we're here on the Cliff Dose Podcast, week six pregame. We got Andrew head coach Dwayne Williams with us. How you doing, coach? 
I'm doing great, Clifton. I'm doing great. Thank you. Always a pleasure to have you on. Um, Coach, um, last week, a huge win for your football team this season, a 44-20 win over then number two ranked North Shelby. Talk about how your players responded in the football game and talk, just give a, just give your take on the football game in general. You know, for us, we, we play a physical style and so do they. And, and we kind of challenged our guys, you know, from the beginning that, you know, last year we went over and had a three point lead at halftime, uh, you know, at their place. And, and in the second half, they just came out and just whipped our butt and ended up beating us by 10. And, and we, we challenged our guys and said, Hey, listen, you know, it, this is a physical football team. They're well coached. They do all the right things. We can't just jump out in front and expect it to stay that way. And they, they really, they really took that approach. And, and we had a great week of practice leading up. And, 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 you know, I'm just really proud of not just of how hard we played because we always play hard, but just how they stuck to the game plan. There were so many opportunities during the game for our guys to, to, to maybe, you know, cheat a little on the plan or to, or to fall for the eye candy we say all the time and then maybe, maybe make the wrong decision on the, some of their read option stuff. And we didn't do those mistakes. It was just an outstanding job by them. And I think I texted you earlier this week. I, I, I have two assistant coaches, Tim Kahn and Dustin Williams, uh, who just do a fantastic job. And, you know, I love coming on these things and talking about my kids, but I really want to give them at least a, a little shout out here. They just do such a fantastic job for us getting our kids ready. They're really good teachers of the game and, and fundamentals. And, you know, Tim Kahn and Dustin Williams are just outstanding assistant coaches, and they were big this week, you know, big this week getting ready for a, a team like North Shelby. Well, Coach Kahn, Coach Williams, if you're listening to this, here's your shout-out here on the Cliffdale Podcast. <laughs> Great assistant coaches. Um, well, Coach, um, it seems like, you know, every week in eight-man football, it seems like it's a gauntlet. And um, you got one big game out of the way. You got another one on the way. Um you got Stanbury this week on the schedule of two very good, respectable eight-man football programs. Um, talk about your scouting report of the Bulldogs and what can we expect from this football game on Friday? Well, you know, we, we have so much respect for, for Stanbury's program and the job that Coach Hilton does over there. And, and anytime North Andrew and Stanbury line up, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get smash-mouth football. You're going to get guys that, that, that love to play the physical part of the game. And, you know, Coach and I actually texted a little bit this week and, and joked that we get to go back to playing football in a phone booth. And we're both pretty excited about that. And, and uh, you know, nobody does it better than they do. And, and we're, we're – for us to, to have an opportunity to win on Friday night, we, we've got to obviously limit mistakes and those kind of things. And, and I really think, and I told my coaches and players that, you know, this evening was wrapped up our last practice that the team that controls first down on both sides of the ball is going to be the team that has the best chance to win. Cause we've got to put them in predictable situations. And I know he's going to try to do the same to us where we can kind of dictate what they're going to be doing on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. And the team that wins first down, I really think is going to have the best chance to win. And it's going to be a fourth quarter game. It's going to come down to, you know, who put the ball on the ground in the fourth quarter, you know, who, who got a penalty here or there. I really think it's going to be that kind of football game. And, and, you know, we're just excited about the opportunity. And, and there are no days off in the GRC, eight-man. There just aren't. Everybody's good, and, and, and it's just how it is. And, and we prefer it that way. It makes you better in the long run, and we're excited about Friday night. And absolutely. It definitely makes up all of these programs, you know, better during state championship season, you know, the march towards state. Um, Coach, um, I want to thank you so much again for coming on the podcast. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Um, Congratulations to you and your team again for your victory on Friday night, and uh, good luck to you and the boys on Friday. 
I sure appreciate it, Clifton. And, and again, I say it every week, and I mean it. We we appreciate the coverage our guys get. They they it's been sorely needed, and, and they really enjoy it. A huge thank you to North Andrew coach Dwayne Williams for joining the show. Stanbury at North Andrew this Friday night should be a huge game on the eight-man football docket. Now let's get to the Highway 275. We'll go through the standings first. At 4-0 is Mound City on top of the conference. Southwest Livingston is second in the conference at 2-1. And, and a tie for third at South Hope Nottaway Holton East Atchison at 2-1. Rockport is 3-2 on the season. And then Platte Valley and Stewartsville, both those teams are tied at 1-3 in the league. Northwest Nottaway is 1-4, while DeKalb is 0-3 in the Highway 275 conference. As far as the schedule on the Highway 275, it follows like this. East Atchison is number 10 in the eight-man poll. They're going to be at number one Mound City. Platte Valley is at Southwest Livingston. Stewartsville is at South Holt, Nottaway Holt. And DeKalb is at Northwest Nottaway. Now, we do have four non-conference games on the eight-man docket. In the GRC, it's King City versus Rockport out of the Highway 275. Then it's Rich Hill at Pattonsburg, Worth County at Orrick, and Albany at Schuyler County. To break down some of these matches and so much more, we got eight-man football expert Anthony Crane that came on the show. We talked about the big matchups in eight-man football and so much more. Here's our interview with Anthony Crane starting right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast, week six pregame show. I can't believe we're already to week six already. We got eight-man extraordinaire Anthony Crane with us. How you doing, Anthony? Doing well. Thanks for having me again. Always a pleasure to have you. Always a pleasure to have you and Devin on the show. Um, Anthony, let's start out by talking about the eight-man poll this week. Um, what were your impressions of it, and did you vote any different than what the poll? Uh, this week was it, it was maybe the most difficult poll of the year because um, we're getting to the point now where um, we have a couple of really good teams, you know, Southwest Livingston with a loss, um, North Shelby now with a loss. And then you have some undefeated teams from South like Archie and Drexel that I'm high on um, that are undefeated, but they don't have, they haven't played the schedule of some of these one loss teams. So now you're getting the, you're putting that difficult position of, do you strictly go off strength of schedule or do you move Archie and Drexel up? which in my poll is what I did. Um, I think Southwest is probably still the most talented team, but going off record-wise and what I've seen from other teams, they were all the way down to like six for me. So it's it's getting difficult, and there are some scenarios this upcoming week that could really make it difficult <laughs> coming up next week. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And there's nothing really you can do about that. You just play whoever's on your schedule. That's all you can do. Play your schedule. Take care of your yeah. business. Um well, we had some breaking news come on here in the last um, several minutes here. Um, we Yesterday, the other day, we learned about the 11-man sites um, being moved to Jeff City, three different high schools. Um, today, we learned about the um, – or Wednesday, we learned about the um, eight-man football site being moved to Jerry Linton Memorial Stadium in Chillicothe. What was your reaction to that move? Disappointment. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I enjoy the trip to Columbia for Oldfields of- beautiful stadium um and that is just, you couldn't ask for a bigger drop-off going from columbia to chillicothe not that anything's wrong chillicothe is a beautiful high school stadium their field's great everything um but as far as the kids and just you know you look forward to that uh each year you hope to get to Faro field it's played at a you know an sec stadium and uh you know 2020 man it's just uh it's, it continues to be a disappointment <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. But, you know, I mean, you know, I was thinking maybe along the lines of like William Jewell or like even yeah. like Missouri Western or like Northwest Missouri State or even UCM even. They could have yeah. done one of those. But you know what? At least we're having football as of right now. That's the that's the biggest thing. Well, let's talk about week five. Um, we um, talked about obviously the biggest story out of week five was North Andrew defeating North Shelby. That was the biggest story there. Other than that, what were some of your biggest highlights of last week? Um, you know, that was maybe as far as top 10 teams, that was the biggest game. Um, and I was really impressed with North Andrew. Uh, they, they're just doing the same thing every week and that's lining up and just, you know, pounding people. Um, and I thought North Shelby could kind of answer that. And while it was a 24 point, you know, final score, I felt like, you know, they don't fumble the ball at the five yard line. It's a little closer there were some things that really confused me with uh, North Shelby. You know, everyone in North Andrew is right there confined, you know, like a five-man offensive line. Um, and they ran a 2-3 defense, and that, that was something that confused me. Uh, we'll see if they, you know, if they were to meet again, if that would change. Um, another game that really intrigued me was uh, I got to watch was Stanbury and Pattonsburg. Pattonsburg is still really talented. Um, but their young quarterback is doing young quarterback things. He will wow you with some plays, and there are plays where he uh, he looks like a young quarterback. And uh, but you know they still have Cameron Jones who just jumps off the screen. Um, he was just phenomenal in that second half. And then to see Stanbury for the first time, to see those young kids and what they're doing there, uh, they're a good young team. And I think. But what I took away from that is, you know, Pattonsburg's got to quit shooting themselves in the foot, and Stanbury has to continue to grow with these young players. Uh, and then, finally, the game I was at Friday was Worth County in Albany. Uh, it was – or, sorry, King City. Um, King City looked great. They got their quarterback uh, back this week, and he throws such a phenomenal ball. Um, that really impressed me for a kid that hasn't played in almost two years uh, because of these collarbone injuries. And he did a good job of kind of helping that team in the second half when Parker Muff went down. And for Worth County, uh, I still continue to be impressed with what they're able to do each week with everything going on. You know, they lost a bunch of players Thursday evening uh, because of COVID. Uh, and so they came into Friday, you know, scrambling to get that team put together. Um, and you saw that, you know, the center was out. Uh, they had seven Muff snaps throughout the game. Uh, one of, you know, just one was, you know, 20-yard loss on third and five. So they were really still in that game. It was a great close score. Uh, and Andrew Alarcon is still one of the most underrated running backs maybe in the state um, because right now offensively he's carrying that team. Um, but, yeah, great game between two GRC teams, and that conference continues to be uh, loaded from top to bottom. Well, King said he was up for the team of the week this week. Unfortunately, you know, with due to fan voting, they came up a little bit short. But that was a big win for them against Worth County nonetheless. Let's get into this week's schedule. Now, the big meat on the potato schedule is of Stanbury and North Andrew. Um, in the 2010s, um, for a little while, they, they were switching back and forth state championships there mm -hmm. for a while. Now both teams are undefeated again. You know, the the robbery, you know, it's, it's back a little bit. So, um Talk about how you think this football game might actually go. I, I said this uh, on another podcast, and maybe I was a little harsh, um, but I don't, 
I can't see North Andrew not winning this game by 20 points. Uh, I, like I said, Stanbury is still young. They're still putting things together. Um, and like I said, I've only seen one game that was against Pattonsburg. Um, and really a lot of that was Pattonsburg kind of shooting themselves in the foot. Um, and North Andrew has just been the most impressive team this season. Uh, just pounding everyone. I thought North Shelby, you know, I've been high on them all year. And the way they handled them, uh, it'll be interesting to see how that continues moving forward, though, because they're down like 15 players. And because it's a rivalry game, though, like you said, I think Stanbury can hang around a little bit. Um, that, all this being said, I've been wrong a lot this year. So if the Bulldogs win by 14 points, don't be shocked. <laughs> I think it's going to be a really good game. Nonetheless, you know, both teams are undefeated for a reason. So mm. somebody, somebody's undefeated streak has to end on Friday. So um, another game that I think could be really interesting, I still think East Atchison is a really, really good football team despite losing a couple games this year. They are at the defending state champion, Mount City. Obviously, Mount City's the favorite until somebody knocks them off. How much of a chance do you think East Atchison has of knocking off Mount City? I would bet on East Atchison. That, that's how much I kind of believe in that defense. Um, maybe I wouldn't bet on them, but I think it's a 50-50 game. Uh, I was there week one against Southwest, not knowing who Southwest was at that point. And they kind of got their butts kicked a little bit. But they they adjusted the next week. Uh, Caitlin Merriweather is one of the more athletic and talented kids uh, in Northwest Missouri. And I thought that week one game, he wasn't getting the ball enough. They had him at receiver. They moved him back to running back the next week. He rushed for 120 yards. They get the big win. Uh, COVID has really been uh, a problem for them. You know, first it was their guy. They had a missed week. Then the following week, it was the other team. So they had two weeks off. Came up against a Rockport team that is pretty talented, uh, especially with Joey Heron, who is, I think, one of the better running backs in the state. And they shut him down and held him to nine yards rushing. Uh, Rockport had less than 100 yards of offense total. And coming into the year, I thought that East Atchison was going to have one of the best defenses in the state. And where I think this may trouble Mountain City is – while they're still a really good team, and while Landon Papa may be the best player in the state, uh, offensively they don't have the options like they've had in years past. And so we'll see how that goes as they face a defense like East Atchison. And I have to add that East Atchison is one of those teams when you share a conference with Mound City, uh, and Mound City wins like they do, you get tired of seeing that. And so I, I think they'll have uh, – Mountain City will have a giant target on their back this weekend. And East Atchison is one of those teams that gets tired of <laughs> seeing the Panthers win. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, like I said, you know, they're still the favorites until somebody beats them. So a great opportunity for them to pick up a win there. Bonus game. Not really in my coverage area, but you know what? I think it's going to be a really good game anyways. It's Drexel and Archie. Uh, Coach Philip Dean – Maybe the best hair at eight-man football. I should have got him on the show this week, but Coach Dean, if you're listening, best hair at eight-man football. They're going to Archie this week. What do you think about that game? I, I've been looking forward to this game for a while now. Uh, you know, like you said, Coach Dean is a great dude. I met him this, for the first time this summer. 
he was awesome. He showed me around Drexel, the school, everything. Even bought me some lunch. Uh, so shout out to Coach Dean. Um, his hair, eh, I'm, I think he needs to trim up the beard a little bit. He's getting a little Grizzly Adams look, and I don't, I'm not sure. Hey, I dig it. I dig it. I, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Tim Lincecum. That's what that, that's what kind of reminds me of a little bit. So, uh, um, but talent wise, they have a, 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 <laughs> a fantastic running back in Jacob Coffey, uh, who's just a sophomore. Uh, their offense has been on fire the last few weeks. They started a bit slow for their uh, standards, I thought, but have really caught on the last few weeks. Now, you move to Archie, and seeing them this summer, they they had the 11-man look. Um, maybe not enough talent, and you just kind of saw that last year in 11-man. Um, but you cut that down to 8-man, and I think you're seeing the benefit of a big, strong, athletic team in Archie. And so for me, this would be this would give us a great idea of who's going to come out uh, of that district. Um, there's there's been some a rumor. I don't know if Archie's going to have their quarterback or not um, this Friday. Um, you know, kids being kids thing. Um, so that could really uh, give Drexel the advantage. But talking to Coach Dean, you know, he would prefer to see a healthy. Uh, full roster for Archie because, like I said, the district championship is going to come down to those two teams and not seeing in person what that quarterback brings uh, could actually, you know, affect them uh, come district time. Well, I did. Um, I also did hear you say on the fastest 60 and eight-man football with Chris Rash, they did pick the whirlwinds as the best mascot name in eight-man football. No, no, no. That was Devin. Devin lost That was that. Devin. I gave them a new nickname um, after we uh, – I saw the uh, video of that fire tornado, um, you know, a couple weeks back. And so now, you know, on my Patreon page each week I'll do a recap. And they're no longer the whirlwinds on there. They're now the fire natos. So that's how I refer to them now. Well, um, might be able to get a pitch maybe for them to change that if you could talk to them to change that. So, Anthony Crane um, – Eight-man football extraordinaire. Thank you so much for joining us. A lot of good action in eight-man football this week. If you're if you're looking for games all across the schedule, so Anthony, thank you so much for coming on, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Yeah, thanks for having me. That was Anthony Crane. We thank him so much for coming on. That wraps up the eight-man segment of the Cliff Notes Podcast Week Six pregame show. Now we're on to the state of Kansas. We'll run out all the scores and schedules, and we'll talk with MSCSports.net Sports Director Johnny Kane. That's coming up here shortly on the Cliff Notes Podcast.